you know, success is um, so the finish line is great, but the process of building it is actually boring. It's finding out what the secret formula is and then just keep repeating it over and over. This is the Planet Laundry Podcast. I'm your host and the editor of Planet Laundry Magazine, Bob Neiman. And today I'm with uh, Walid Cole, uh, the owner of The Soapbox, uh, which is a laundry, dry cleaning, and sneaker cleaning uh, operation in Brooklyn, New York. Well, Lee, thanks for being here. My pleasure, Bob. Thanks really, really appreciate it. I know you're busy and I appreciate your time. Um, jumping right into it. With regard to the business, what keeps you up at night? Good one. Um, there are a lot of things that keep me up at night when it comes to the business. One, making sure our clients have a great experience, everyone's satisfied. And then the other side of it is growing the business so we can do more, not just for the community, but for our team members so we can have uh, different benefits. Uh, different pay raises and different incentives for them. So to keep the business going so we can constantly take the, the money, which is a tool, and put back into the business to serve the community and serve our team. It's so important to reinvest, isn't it? And it's so important to take care of the team, which I think a lot of laundry owners need to be reminded. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a valuable thing because without the team, I'm gonna to have to be there, and listen. I'm not. I'm, I'm, it's no way I'm folding all that laundry. I just, I just impossible. I can't get it done, <laughs> even if I wanted. There we go. Absolutely. Yeah. No. Great point. Great point. Well taken. What are you most excited about these days as a laundry owner? What, what, what gets you excited in the morning when you get up? Yeah. Um, it's funny you say that because I listen to some of my colleagues and people I know, and they're like, the weekend comes, and they're like, oh, I gotta go to work on Monday, or like Friday comes, and they're like, yeah, Friday, and I'm just like. Every day is the same for me. Um, like on the weekends, Sunday, like I'm actually chomping at the bit, ready to get back in the game on Monday morning, even though our store runs seven days a week. So like, I'm just excited overall just to grow the business. There's so much opportunities. We talked about it um, during Excellence in Laundry, um, getting more closet penetration, getting into our client's home and, and servicing more of their, their garments that need to be done. Right. There's still a lot of opportunity and a lot of growth potential so much. Yeah. Absolutely. Hey, in your experience, when a laundromat fails or when any small business fails, what, what's the most common reason? And again, I know you're a second generation laundry owner, so you've seen a lot. What, what have you seen? You know, there's, I had this conversation not too long ago um, and the word came up success in business. And one of the, the points that stuck in the conversation was consistency and repetition and people think success is like really sexy like okay like the end result like yay i won the race like oh give me the trophy but they don't understand what it takes to win the race like you have to go work out every day you have to eat right you have to train and businesses figuring out what works and consistently doing it over and over and over and once people kind of figure that out they realize it's not this like overnight success or this dream. We have to keep doing, figure out, find the process and then repeat the process over and over and over. You know, success is, um, so the finish line is great, but the process of building it is actually boring. It's finding out what the secret formula is and then just keep repeating it over and over and over. It's consistency, right? O overnight success is years in the making, Yeah. right? Yeah, it's like Absolutely. 10 years in the making. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Technology, I got it. It's a game changer in this industry. And it, it, it's been, you know, it's on everybody's lips. Everyone's talking about it. What's the most important tech item in your business? 
What did you not live without? Yeah. I, I don't have the tech item that I really want. Um, <laughs> that would probably take us to another level in the stratosphere. But right now, I'd say the one piece, obviously the POS system, business management system, whatever you want to call it, is, yeah. is critical. But to me, that's a staple. You should have that in any business. So for us, the one tool that if we didn't have it would probably drive me crazy is Slack. We communicate a lot through Slack, okay. um, through different channels with individual amongst team members. It plays a vital role in our communications. Okay. Excellent. Excellent idea. Um, last one for you, because I know you're busy and I, I always appreciate your time. It's always a pleasure. But where do you see the industry headed? What, what emerging trend are you and I going to be talking about next year at this time? Honestly, I don't know. And I say that because and it's good and it's bad. We're from being second generation in this business. And we mentioned this at excellence that we've gotten really comfortable to a certain extent in our industry and really complacent. And we're really not pushing the boundaries and, and breaking barriers uh, as a as an industry as a whole. Like there are individuals doing it, there are some firms that are doing it. But as a whole, if we look at other industries, and you'll, you'll see that. I know of a company who created an at-home dialysis machine. Like that's game-changing for, right. for people in, in the healthcare, not having to go out to do dialysis. They can do it at home. And there's so much opportunity for us to do it. So I believe it's going to happen. And I think as an industry as a whole, like operators, um, manufacturers, tech companies, we all really need to put our heads together to a certain degree and say, like, what is the thing that's going to move the needle? What are the things we're hearing clients want and say, how do we build this or how do we develop it? Um, I think it's probably going to happen in the next you know, five to six years. And I think it's going to come from some really scrappy operator or you know, business owner that says, if we do this thing, it could do this in the industry. And they're going to roll the dice and do it. I've got a couple crazy ideas um, that I'm hoping some of our tech providers will do. Um, if not, I'm, I'll figure it out. You want to share one of those crazy ideas? Um, not on the record. <laughs> it's, it's a little too soon. I don't want to put it out there for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, we'll let that germinate for a little bit. Yeah. All right. Hey, that was everything I had. I want to give you the last word. Uh, anything I didn't ask, anything you would like to uh, to get out there and, and let people know about the industry, about what you're doing, uh, about your journey? Yeah. I would say, you know, the last thing to put out there is for, I hear new owners who are getting into the business and then some seasoned owners too. And they talk about, and you mentioned it earlier, um, success in the business. Like, And I'll hear what makes a successful larger man. And I would really like to, to drill home to everyone who's building a new store, maybe retooling a store, just want to refresh their store or getting into the business. It's easy for us to say, hey, I want to make my store successful. Let me go look at these other larger mats. But we end up becoming the copy-paste mentality. And there's, there's like, granted, there's washers, there's dryers, like you can set up a, a reading area or a play area for kids in there. You can have games. We're kind of confined to so much we can do because we have to have these washers and dryers. But I, I would challenge individuals, maybe look at another store, but you know what? Be different. We've, we've been conditioned to a certain degree to think that better always wins when it's really not. And, and a good example I could give is if you look at Apple, 
Apple stores, right? Great experience when you go in. Microsoft created stores just like Apple. They came in behind them and they copied and they failed. Google created Google Plus. Google's great in search, but they failed in social because they copied behind Facebook. So we've seen these, these, these great companies go into other areas and instead of being different, and creating something from a different point of view. They just copied someone else and it didn't work. So yes, we, we need the laundromats. You gotta have wash, you gotta have dryers. But I would love for us to start looking at our industry different and creating these different point of views. So when our clients come in, they don't look at it as store A, store B, A, air conditioning, air conditioning, Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi, play area, play area. Who's the cheapest? Because that's what they're going to end up comparing us on at the end of the day is price because everything else is even. So let's start looking at how we can be different so our clients get attracted to us for that versus these other things. Great points. Wally, thank you so much. I appreciate the time and it's always a pleasure and I always learn something. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining us on our podcast today. If you haven't done so already, please be sure to subscribe to Planet Laundry at planetlaundry.com. And don't forget to follow us on social media at Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and YouTube.